This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Tuesday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pagel. There's been no shortage of news about the U.S.-China relationship, and the nation's top ag official is even weighing in. AgriPulse's Spencer Chase has more. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says USDA is giving careful consideration to the U.S.-China relationship. China has come under fire from American agriculture interests who are concerned about issues like foreign farmland ownership. But China is also the top market for American ag exports, something Vilsack says should be kept in mind. They're just kind of wondering, do you want our business or don't you? It's a tough, it's a tough conversation. And I think we have to be at least sensitive to that conversation. He says there are opportunities to protect the American self-interest while still maintaining a good relationship with China. And one strategy is, of course, to be less reliant on that market. The other strategy, obviously, is to be a bit sensitive about the fact that we are in a very complex relationship with China. And for agriculture, it's extremely complex. It's not black and white. It's not like, well... For and against, it's like, well, wait a minute, we, we kind of like the $40 billion that they buy from us every year. And our farmers kind of rely on that, and it supports the markets. And so we have to kind of think about that. Vilsack says USDA has been reaching out to China to find areas of common ground, specifically naming the fight against African swine fever or the issue of climate change. And so it makes sense for us to look at ways in which whatever they're doing that's working, we learn about whatever we're doing that's working, they learn about By doing that, you create at least some communication, some level, makes it just a little bit harder for the maybe some of the other rhetoric uh, to to kind of smooth over some of the other rhetoric Um, in, in, in the hopes that we maintain that market while at the same time we diversify that market away from that market so that we're less reliant on it. Reporting from the American Farm Bureau Federation's annual convention in Salt Lake City, Spencer Chase... AgriPulse. The U.S. Meat Export Federation just completed a market visit to Hong Kong for the first time since COVID-19 restrictions were lifted. Dan Hellstrom is the president and CEO of USMEF. He says Hong Kong's economy has rebounded since COVID, but still has a ways to go to getting back to pre-COVID levels. Keep in mind that the emergency declaration on COVID was only lifted a little over a year ago in Hong Kong. So they're not three years removed or two and a half years removed like we are in the U.S. So while it's still a very muted consumer in terms of confidence, staff on the ground there, they're definitely optimistic. We do think that there's some tailwinds coming on increased food service demand, hopefully later this year. Halstrom says Hong Kong is a large value-added market for U.S. beef producers. A lot of people think Hong Kong and China are the same. They're two different markets, and uh, Hong Kong is a legitimate market in and of itself. We have data through 11 months. We'll have December here in a few weeks, but we're going to be over $400 million in U.S. beef export to Hong Kong. So a significant market, a significant value-added market with a lot of high-end products like like U.S. Wagyu cuts going in there as well. Finally today, the California Assembly Republican leader James Gallagher says California's Proposition 12 will need a lot of improvements or risk being overturned. Gallagher says if any changes are to be made, the law would first have to go back to the California voters. 
However, he says he is hopeful voters will see the impact it is having on them in the grocery store. And at the end of the day, you're hurting the consumer. I think that's what we really got to drive home is like now we're hurting consumers and the availability of food at a reasonable price to those consumers. I think really kind of driving home that message and talking to people throughout California, that could have an effect that we could you know, maybe make change there and create a, a better policy. But it's a heavy burden. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peichel.